I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Here we go, Thursday. Virginia is in Tallahassee. He uh, went up there for Magnolia's orientation at Florida State. I think she's got that. uh, They started last night, and they got it all day today, so she's doing all that. And then uh, tomorrow, she's heading to Nashville, Tennessee. She'll be there Friday and Saturday, and then I guess she's going to go see Grandma in Kentucky, and then she'll be back with us when we get back here on Tuesday. Three-day weekend, man, Memorial Day weekend. So... That's what's going on with her. So it was just uh, me and the bird today. Had to do that freaking dirt of the day. I know. I'm yeah. sorry, Kevin. Yeah, you know. Got to do, do what you got to do. You got to help keep the lights on, right? Yeah, that's it. Got to do a little bit of that. I did uh, get to work in uh, a little bit of sports, though, so that was refreshing. Got to talk about that uh, big Florida Panthers win last night. That was just unbelievable, man. To see an arena like that in South Florida – Going that freaking crazy, man, as they won four to three with 4.3 seconds left with the guy from the Florida Panthers, who I can never pronounce his name right. But it was pretty uh, awesome. People call you out when you fuck up names. That's yeah, for damn sure. It's like K Chuck or something like that. Because I never have been a hockey guy. I mean, I love the Panthers. That's the team that I would root for. But yeah, and freaking like every name in hockey is from some other country so it's very difficult so got to mention i know toff's like yay sports talk sarcastically yeah just gotta mention you know actually toff believe it or not some people do care don't uh don't read the comments baby yeah k chuck kachuk what is it k chuck is that it i gotta gotta get that down i think that's what uh, angie said k chuck fuck you kevin sports yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no matter what man here talk about food that's how it goes (laughs) Yeah, somebody uh, sent an email. Like, I guess apparently people were getting on me about the uh, do it bitch topics. Like, oh my god, he's recycling them, motherfucker, fucking. It's like, yeah. I know. Unfortunately, sometimes I, I know Virginia doesn't read the comments. <laughs> me yeah, and, I know. me and you do read the comments. Yeah. You're you're trying, man. You're trying. I, I don't have an ongoing list of all the topics we've done, so it it is possible. Maybe one will get reused. So that's it. We're trying, man. We're doing what we can. Well, someone was bitching at me. Your punishments suck. You guys are fucking losing your yeah. edge. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. You're right. The, the edge is lost. I am ready for a three-day weekend. I'll put it at that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You want a corn fritter fat, Kevin? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good right now because um, on my eating schedule, I usually don't deviate until the weekends, but... This smooth, the food smells amazing. It's a uh, Bud's chicken and seafood. Philip came in here and dropped off all kinds of stuff. A suits just lit up, man. That chicken <laughs> looks amazing. Suits has he loves their macaroni and cheese, and this fucker yeah. turns into a different person. Did you yeah. see him when he came? He in was here? so excited. Yeah, he was. It was legit joy and excitement. <laughs> He's got. A, he was so pumped. He man. Is, Philip brought him a tub of mac and cheese, and we may never see suits again. Yeah, no, it was good. He brought in what fish sandwiches, chicken sandwiches, shrimp. Yeah, I kind of did a, I did a bit of a dicky move. I said, bring it in here first before the salespeople get to it. Well, I mean, dude, you're the buds guy. You yeah. know, you got the 
bird sauce. So, I mean, it's legit. I'm one of those people, if, if someone else has been pawing over it, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I want to take care of my crew first. Yeah. <laughs> no, ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. They, they, you, you the buds guy. He brought me a bag of sauce. I'm just, it's, it's, it's been a great, I'm tired this week. There's been a lot going on, but it's been a great week. We got yeah. baby Lachlan. I got a bag of sauce right now. Yeah. You want to talk about somebody that's tired, man. Danny was over there saying that uh, Lachlan woke up about 7 p.m. last night and really legit didn't go back for a good sleep until 3 a.m. So he said, Every 45 minutes he was up. I felt so bad because yesterday I was over at his house. We were filming the Baby Lachlan music video. Oh, okay, cool. And I wanted mm-hmm. to have Klepto and Twigs in there because yeah. Klepto hadn't met the baby yet. Twigs had Twigs went to the hospital with me, but Klepto hadn't. And he was gonna he would have felt bad if he wasn't in the video. So they were about an hour late, and I, I was watching the clock. I was getting clock time anxiety because yeah. I knew Denny's was dead ass tired. And they're supposed to be there at five. It's now five forty-five. They're not there yet. It's six o'clock. They're not there yet. I'm going. Denny's looks like he's about to fucking pass out right now. It just it's tough. He's man. struggling. Yeah, I, I can see. He's he's doing his best to pick it up, but that's tough, man. I mean, because that broken sleep. Well, I, it's brutal, it, and everything else he's got to do. I just I. God bless him. You know, a month ago, an hour late wouldn't have been a big deal. An hour late now, for him, mm-hmm. Denny's, it's, it's a, an hour fucks up your time. Oh, my gosh. If you yeah. have a baby. Well, no, I mean, there's that true stat. I can feel it. 15 minutes is 10% less productivity the next day. Big time. So can you imagine if you're cutting off large swaths of time <laughs> that you normally sleep and then trying to do the same amount of work? It's crazy feel for the guy you know he's starting to get in the place though jason sent in an email you find little hacks that work for your kid and it's not all the same i remember when i was a young dude i had a buddy of mine that just had a baby they would turn on the vacuum cleaner kid would like conk out it makes sense it doesn't work for me yeah some kids got to get in the car and you got to drive them around uh Jason, another Jason had sent in a comment on the WRMF app. He said, yeah, I kept the TV on the loud noises during sleep for the baby. So when the toddler stage comes up, nap time could still be continued. So, yeah, you find little things that will work, roll through it, and, yeah, whatever you can do. Because just to even buy another 30 minutes of sleep or an hour, it's golden. It's so crazy that that vacuum thing does work for some people. A vacuum or the sound of a running bath, they've got all that mm, on YouTube. Yeah, right. And I, I use all yeah, of it. Yeah, you probably need a real vacuum now, yeah. I'm a person that cannot go to bed with complete silence. But yeah. going to bed with the TV on fucks me up, too. I'm, the, I'm in the same, and it's a weird thing, because when you go to a hotel, you're kind of screwed, because yeah, the TV doesn't work for me, because of the variation in voices and sounds. But then the complete silence of a hotel room is then I'm just staring there wide awake. I, I, you know, I struggle with my sleep, but I will say the whole thunderstorms or the the vacuum cleaner, those things on YouTube have made me slightly. It helps. It does help. It's not okay. a remedy completely, but it does help a little bit. Yeah. I hate. I hate going to bed in silence. Oh. Yeah. If somebody's got an idea. What do you do when you go to a hotel? Because that always throws me Your off. Your phone. I I just put my phone on the YouTube. And then I put oh, a really? thunderstorm okay. and I go to bed with a thunderstorm oh, okay. on my belly. Yeah, I might start uh, doing that. I haven't used the thunderstorm. I always have a fan. Fan, thunderstorm, vacuum is good. They've got all kind of different ones. There's one, there's an eight hour loop of the sounds of New York. And I was reading all the comments. And there were people going, thank you for making this. 
This reminds me of when I was younger. For whatever reason, sounds in New York. It makes me go to bed. Yep, the sounds of the cars beeping. And, okay, and just the hustle and bustle of a city. Interesting. Some people lived in that growing up, and that's that makes them feel good going to bed to that. Did they throw the sirens in there? Because when I lived in Manhattan, that was the one thing that. It was hot. I don't think we had air conditioning in our building, so we had the windows open. And the sirens, they don't do wee wee. They do whoop, whoop. They would just punch it real quick, and that's what you'd hear. But it still it would wake me up every night. I'm like, oh, my gosh, man. In New York City, there's so many sirens. I would. I don't like that channel. That's not my cup of soda. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, for some people, they like it. Okay. Uh, got a bunch of emails here. Yuri sent in one. She said, yeah, I want to call out people who pit politicians first above everything else, or I think it's just politics. She said, yesterday I called a friend about Tina Turner's death, and it said to him saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about that. All he said was, yeah, good riddance, she was a Republican. I got so upset. I got a cousin who her sister and the entire family stopped talking to her because she was for Trump and her sister was a Democrat, even through the pandemic. Years without a word over politics for nothing, just because they're all crooked. You know, whatever. I mean, hey, everybody's got their crooks. And honestly, I'm, I'm a dude that's in the middle and I can pretty much line it all up. And it's the same on both sides. It's just what side you're on. And it it really is so stupid. I, I, I think fighting over politics and stuff like that is just the dumbest thing. I really do. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, look, I was a political science major in college. And I, I'll admit, I, I actually like politics. I watch a lot of it. But the toxicity of the fighting, it, it is, it's just, gosh, it's its so mind-numbing. And, and I do hate it. I like hearing about things that could make life better for everybody and the different thoughts and ideas. To me, that's what politics is. And hearing your ideas and somebody else's idea from this side and that side and be like, oh, okay, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that mentality of, I hate oh, that people don't do that. She's a Republican or he's a Democrat. It, for me personally, I think it's extremely silly. I think it's it's wearing down the the, the human spirit. It is. I mean, we're all human first. Yeah, and you've got your opinions that line up some way or another. But I mean, yeah, I I just it it is what humans have made it is is made it unappealing, and it's too bad because we should all have an interest in politics and should like talking about it. And it should be interesting and intriguing. You should have an open mind going into this conversation. Yeah. It, to me, it's corrupted the, the spiritual side of life. And, yeah. and, and, and I'm not, I'm not going into the realm of religion here. I'm just talking about just, just having a good spirit towards your fellow human, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, to me, it's, it's poison and tainted that if, if you get lost in the sauce, I think you're you're fucked, man. Well, to me, you can't get a message out of the noise. You know, I was just looking at the chaos today as uh, DeSantis is down there on Brickle at the Four Seasons, and you have um, people who are opposed to the policies he's done in Florida, and then you have all the Trumpers who are out there who are mad that he's trying to run against Donald Trump, and you got these two groups, and they're fighting each other right there on Brickle Avenue, and then you got the fucking traffic. Yeah, it's like there's there's a lot of noise. I mean, those crowds are not the least bit persuasive to me whatsoever because you're so loud 
that whatever you're trying to get in your message is, I don't hear it. Well, yeah, it's, and that's what I mean when I'm saying there's this, there's a lot of noise out there to ch- to block that human spirit and to get yeah. people to, uh, you and know. Maybe that's the point is they just want to be loud and yell and then you don't get any message out of it, but then we don't move anywhere forward. And it's too bad we don't have a different attitude when it comes to politics. Yeah, and, and, and it just, I mean, when I say noise too, I'm talking just distraction. It's all distractions just to kind of mm-hmm. keep you away from being spiritual towards one another. And I would encourage everybody to try to see the human first. That's what I mean. The, yeah. Maybe I should see. say human. You lose people and you start saying spiritual, but yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, look, we're all humans. I mean, see that first. And that, that is an unfortunate reaction to the passing of Tina Turner, whatever side she was and whatever she called herself that you wouldn't feel yeah. for the loss of a human. The yeah. first thing you think is screw them because they weren't a party that I like. I'm sure the dude that said that about her, you know, has, just as tough as a story as she had and went through all that shit. Yeah, and, right, exactly. And, and, and then stood on top of the mountain and yeah. still won. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure his ride through life is it's like everybody's fuck you. entitled to their beliefs and you should yeah. respect and say, hey, for whatever reason they feel the way they do, screaming at them's not gonna help. It's not gonna change their mind. I love eating better, and with Factor, you can do it. Every single fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-curated, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including calorie-smart options, Protein Plus, also keto, and there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day, courtesy of Factor. What are you waiting for? Call today and get after those goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save today. They've done the math for us. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and it's nutritious and they're delicious. So do what I did. Head to factormeals.com slash KVJ50 and use code KVJ50 to get 50% off. That's code KVJ50 at factormeals.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. More fun. Tomorrow we get into the free-for-all Friday. All kinds of party music. Do love the suggestions. I will take them. If they make sense, we will be spiking them in. Kim already jumped in on it, and she said, I want to throw out a thought. The Clashes rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Gosh, that is that is a solid tune. It really is, if you don't know that. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Where? What is the cutoff of time period? How old will we go to this? I think we can go to anything. It's just, to me, it's, it's gotta be fun. You know, that's just it. It's just gotta be something that is fun. Realistically, I I think it needs to be up tempo. It's gotta have something that if you're, if you're driving, you know, cause they've been playing, uh, our sister station that does a lot of eighties and 90 stuff and i was just like holy crap man i just heard a song called rhythm of the night i think it was by corona and i was like gosh this is a good sounding song it was like a dance tune 
Then I remember when I first got into radio in the mid nineties was a, a massive hit that we played. So I was saying out in California and they have a lot of rhythmic stuff. And so we played the shit out of that song. I uh, was, it sounded so good. And the other day I was taking a piss and I heard, uh, uh, I ran by flock of seagulls. I'm like, that is a, that's a great driving song, man. I, I was, uh, yeah. When I was going to the bathroom the other day, I was peeing and we are the champions was on. And I, uh-huh. we all know that song, but I haven't really heard, heard it in a minute. And I was forced to listen to it as I'm peeing. And I'm going, holy shit, man. This is such a fucking amazing yeah, song. Absolutely. It just it yeah. crushes out of the speaker. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what we want. You know, I, I think we want, you know, good mass appeal. Because, you know, we get so many complaints. I know everybody thinks they've got the best song. And, oh, everybody's going to love it when you play it. And, and, look, most people hate most songs that we play. And so, you know, but if there are songs, you be like, oh, yeah, that is a great song. I try to tell people up front, you are not going to love my playlist. Good chance. I try. I try not to. Oh, you, I'm, I'm going to know the. You guys are going to fucking hate my music. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's usually it. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll take some suggestions, and like I said, we get a lot of bad ones, but to me, "Rock the Casbah" by The Clash. I know they had a lot of hits, but man, that song just—it sounds good. It's a well-crafted song, and it holds the entire song. There's some songs you ever have a song you love it, but there's maybe a, a refrain or a bridge or some part of it, and you're like, "Why did you guys do that goofy shit in the middle of this great song?" And on the other end, there's songs where they do have that bridge in there, and you go, "Oh my gosh, it was here for a minute, and then it was gone." And that's kind of really the design of a great bridge. Where you want it back. Yo, bring it back, bring it back. So I, I know what you're saying, a shitty bridge, but also a good bridge is great. It, it, it's song. a great topic. Great songs that are ruined by a shitty moment and shitty songs that have a great moment. Because, you know, honestly, like Phil Collins in the air, now that's a shitty song and it's not. But I don't really ever want to listen to the whole freaking song. I just want to boo doo boo doo boo doo boo doo boom boom. Next song. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. If you could just cut that and get it to that, that'd be it, man. There's also, me and Denny's are talking about how there's th- a group of songs that are, are awesome for about a minute and a half. Yeah. No mm. more than two minutes. Right. And then you got to go on to the next song. It's not that it's a bad song, but that first two minutes of it's great, but you kind of get burned on it a little bit. Songs are that way. You know, I, I look back because, you know, we play, it's what, we're 2000s to now is pretty much what RMF does. So you'll see songs from the early to mid 2000s that we play. And it's so funny that those songs are easily a minute to 90 seconds longer oh, yeah. than a lot of the big hits now. The big hits now are tapping out about two and a half minutes it was close to three and a half, four minutes on some of those other songs. I started noticing that when my daughter was a teenager in the car and she would never listen to one whole song. It was kind of driving me crazy. But then I noticed her friends would do it. And I think that's it. A lot of people, when you get the flavor and sense of a song, 90 seconds to two and a half minutes. We did that for a while. We were hacking up the, you know, the other songs and playing 90 seconds to two minutes of it. Um, you know, we flipped back when uh, Randy came in. But yeah, it was... It's an interesting concept. I, I think, because I do it all the time too, and I never used to, and I really believe it's just the way everything is designed now. Everything is designed to be quick. Yeah. And in the right now, I want it now, instant, instant, instant. Yeah. Back in the day, if I had a Billy Joel album, okay, let's say I got this fifth album. I only have five albums to really listen uh-huh. to. I have to, I only have so many options. So now I'm going to listen to that seventh, eighth, ninth song when I am burned on that other stuff because I didn't have that many options. There's so many options now. Our attention is yeah. fucking yeah. all over the place. 
I don't think I'm probably unique, but I have a mindset now that's different than it was 10 years ago where I feel like I have to cram so much into my day and into my life. I'm always managing my schedules and doing stuff like that. And I am kind of that way with music and with anything. And maybe TikTok and social media has rewired us. Part of it might be my job. My wife's also always an on the go kind of person. And so maybe my whole environment makes me more like that than I, the I average agree. person. I'm but not saying it's, it's one separate thing, but yeah, all I, that I'm does. that way constantly. And it's almost to the point of a sickness where there are many times I always, a lot of times will replay. There's a line from a Duran Duran song, the reflex. I'm on a ride and I want to get off, but they won't slow down the roundabout. And I feel like sometimes I'm on a freaking amusement ride that and it just doesn't stop. That feels sometimes like life to me. Oh, I mean, and when do I get a chance to hit stop? And it just doesn't ever happen, man. You get to the weekend, you're like, oh, maybe. And then nope, we're still going. Well, you got, you got a family too, you know, you do a full on career and then you got a full on family. Dude, that's, that's, that's a lot. There's not time for much more after that. If you want to do both of those you know, pretty darn good. Yeah, it you, just, there's not you know, much that, time. those moments of solid air where you're just sitting and looking at the ocean, I, I recognize it's a massive flaw in my life right now that I don't really, those moments are very few and far between. I'm, I'm talking about it might happen to me once or twice a month where yeah. I have that moment where I'm just chilling. I'm like, this is kind of cool. All well, right. I mean, I, I work in the same industry as you, so I know what you're talking about. It's the reason why you're like that, Kev, is because everything is about, okay, that's great. What's next? What's next? What's, it's, it's not a what you do today. It's what More you do. More do a bitch topics, but don't repeat. Um, yeah. it, 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 there's a sense of madness to that, but that yeah. is why you're like that. And mm -hmm. then on top of that, that's where the world's at, too. Yeah. Everything is sped up. So if yeah. you, if you, are, are, you have the job, then on top of the world being the way the world is, that's why you feel that way. Well, and Aaron said, yeah, don't get married or have kids. And that's the comparison between us. And that's, you know, why with me, it's like, okay, with the wife and with the kids, you know, my son Cannon with sports and my wife wanted to do things. And you throw that into the mix of the job. And what's kind of interesting in the world now is, I don't know if anybody else has really been paying attention, more and more people, they're not getting married, they're not having kids. And you're like, well, yeah, this is great. This is all freedom. But, you know, the one thing I don't think a lot of people think about with that is we've got an aging population that didn't come from that. And if you don't replenish younger workers to kind of help pay for the old, that's why some people are kind of starting to freak out now and saying, we get it. It's great that you're wanting to be independent and you're not getting married. Um, you're not having kids, but it's good. Live your life. But we're kind of getting into a place where I think there are some – it's not spoken out loud so much, but it's there and it's something that a lot of countries are looking at. And they're kind of like, we're getting kind of fucked, guys. Like, what are we going to do? Because we've always had a younger population to come in and fill in and take the role for the people as they age out and can't really do any work. What's going to happen when we don't have that or enough people to make it happen? What What is our society going to be and look like? I wish I knew the truth and all that stuff because sometimes when I hear that, I go, all right, is that really a legit problem? I'm sure it is a problem to a mm -hmm. certain extent, but is it also I – feel, I feel like we, we as a species – we tend to really look for problems a lot of times, especially mm -hmm. if there might not be something there. And I'm not over here saying there's not yeah. something there with that. I just always like to know, is that a, 
Is that a, a million year problem from now? Is that a, a 10 year from problem now? Or is that a not a problem at all? Is that us looking for shit to always constantly report on? I've seen somebody break down the numbers. It's an in the next 20 years kind of problem that we're going to be faced with. And that's why the story that I saw on it threw out some alarming numbers, but it also was a justification for automation and things about AI and things of that nature. This is a necessity where we're now going to have to start overcompensating for lack of humans who would typically do this job. And so we're going to have to displace the workforce and put people in different spots because we're not going to have as many humans as we have older populations. So technology and automation might do this. And so even though some people want to hit the brakes on AI or whatnot, we may be in a place where you got no choice, dog. You got to keep them computers going and giving them more power and letting them do more stuff. And then we ultimately fuck ourselves that way. Do you see why the Matrix hit me so hard? I've never seen it before. Dude, it's, I if it I were high ago. right now, my mind would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, dude. I was watching the Matrix. I was hooked within five minutes. I go, all right, this shit's. All right, I'll, I'm into this. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, this is kind of this is kind of beginning to sound a little familiar to me. Yeah. And then what you also need is medicine to maybe make people's bodies sustain a little bit longer and be more productive later on in life. That might also help compensate. So there are answers, but I mean, you need a Harvard kind of mind to even comprehend this stuff and say, okay, here are the numbers. Here's what's going on. Let's crunch it and make it work. Every time we bring up that topic, would you want to live to be 200 years old? If you have the yeah. capability, of course you're healthy. You're able to sustain mm. that life. I always get people sending messages going how they would not want it. Even if they were healthy, they think things would change so much mm -hmm. that human beings can't handle it. A 200 years There'd be so much change that you would want out. You would want to it'd say, be interesting, get me out of the yeah. get me out It'd, it'd of be here. interesting if we get to a point where you get to call your shot, where you get to say, turn me off. I'm done. And there are people in life that like change and people that don't. And like my dad hates change. He likes everything the same. He wants it all there. I love change. I thrive on it. I think it's exciting and new and fresh. So to me, I think I'd be one of those people that'd be like, yeah, if you give me 300 years, I'll ride this. Yeah, but there's some people who really are next level. I think my, I think my dad would, yeah. They would, they, they, they would finally get to the point where they'd go, all right, I'm 115 yeah. years old. I don't know if I can, I'm not enjoying this, this fucking sentence I'm on. Yeah, I mean, some people would feel it that they way. They would. Yeah. I'm like you. As long as I'm healthy, yeah. I want to fucking stick it's around as long man. as I can. It's intriguing. I mean, I, I get excited. I see, you know, how society's changing. I know a lot of people, man, people bitch about what's going on and what's really fueling a lot of people. There's some people who are seriously pissed about what they are doing to the old city place in West Palm Beach. And, oh, yeah. You know, it, it really kind of started to hit people when, you know, the, the improv shuts down on Sunday. Gary Owen is the last act that will be on that stage Sunday night the improv at the old city place, which is now called the square. And then boom, they knock it down. Two towers come up. So some people, they're really hot pissed me. I'm like, Hey, let's see what it becomes. Kind of interesting. And they talked about, there's this Nora era uh, area that they're going to be doing. That is uh, just a little bit South of Palm beach lakes Boulevard. And it's supposed to be the next Wynwood, like what they have in Miami. It's going to be, you know, eclectic little shops, 13 restaurants are coming in there. It's actually kind of a rundown area right now, but they're going to refab it. They bought the land and they got the plan. And by the end of 2026, I think you're going to have a whole new district that people might be going to. And West Palm beach is going to be radically different. All these things kind of excite me. Other people, it completely pisses them off. 
Yeah, well, I, I get where if you love something and it's beloved and yeah. it's something you really enjoy, and now someone's coming in there and demolishing it and destroying it, that's a human emotion. I get that. And, and I think it's how hard do you grip onto nostalgia. Some people really are nostalgic. They want the stuff that they've always known, and they want to stick with it forever. Well, new isn't always better either. There's You're right. been times where no people have laid out something, yeah. and it's it, it sucks, and you go, well, eh, what the fuck? It's, I, it's all about opinion, really. I think I'm curious to see. There's a part of me that is scared that, yes, all this development is going to be a complete nightmare, and we're creating a world we don't want to live in. But then there's a part of me that's like, well, well let's see. Well, that's What's it going to be like? Is it going to be, are, am I going to be more excited to live in West Palm Beach or going to be going, I got to get the fuck out of here? That's the gamble of life. I can tell you, I was born and raised in the Lake Park, Palm Beach Garden, Northern County area. I'm an old school who's so cool. Yeah. I, I don't like a lot of the change yeah. because I don't. I, I'm I, probably in the minority. I, I mean, from the, the voices, at least that I hear, and I, I don't know a number on it. In fact, I'll have suits put it up. We'll just see in our, our chat room. Do you get excited uh, when it comes to development in South Florida? Are you excited or are you angry? People are going to be angry, man. People are, are so mad at all kind of reasons why I wonder where the number is. I, I think because I'm I'm on the excited. I'll I'll click excited, but I think I'm the minority. I bet it's I bet it's probably twenty to thirty percent are excited by the development. And I think probably 60 to 70% are angry and they hate it. Well, I mean, if, if, you, I had to guess. if you're making a change and it's going to fuck you over, yeah, you don't no, know. No one's going to like that you, change. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't know. I mean, they may change the square. I'm excited to see what it'll become because be, that's why people are bitching. They're saying, and look, I do. I, I love uh, Copper Blues. I love the improv, the movie theater. I thought it was good. It was getting a little bit run down. I miss Blue Martini. We used to always be there. They used to have the BB Kings. I thought that place was fantastic. That whole area at one point in its peak, and they used to have the sports theater taking you way back. That I love that place. And it's not what it, it was, but maybe something might come out of the ashes and be like, gosh, man, it, this area is now cooler than it's ever been, even at, at its peak as city place. And I think the other thing, too, that happens, Kev, people get mad at the core of it because they know deep down this is part of life and there ain't nothing they can do about it. I yeah, mean, this is such an age. This is a dime a different a part of story. our humanity. Yeah. Everybody gets mad when the shit you love gets destroyed, but it's been going on since the beginning. Mm -hmm. You build it, you knock it down, you rebuild it. Well, you know? But to me, you know, I, I look at a, a place like Miami, uh, what they did with Wynwood. It's an exciting area now. That's what Nora could be in West Palm Beach. I, I look at Brickle and all the buildings. Man, that's freaking pretty cool, man. They got some cool big-ass buildings there. Nora's a tough name to do, too, because if it does suck, you got Snora, you could call it. You could call it If, it, if it's lame, oh, yeah. No, I'm, Snora would be. We got to hold that. If that place is boring. I'm going to Snora. Tonight. Trademark that. Yeah. Oh, you got to think of these names. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a name where they can come back and fuck you. Yeah, if it's boring. So, yeah, on the poll, 50 votes in. When it comes to development in South Florida, do you get excited or angry? I was right. 70% get angry, 30% get excited. That's what I thought it was going to be. It's about right. But what are you going to do? There's nothing. I, and that is the ultimate fight. So you have got so you've got 30% of people who are excited, like the development, and they have money. And then you got 70% of Floridians that want them to stop the development, put building caps on the height of the buildings and everything else. Isn't that kind of crazy? That shows you that money and what a uh, factor it is. <laughs> we're a minority 
wins because they've got the money. Well, if you're going to knock down some trees and build some shit, make it some restaurants, make it some shit that I enjoy. If you're going to put, up, be a lot if you're of gonna put up a bunch of expensive condos, Personally, yeah. for me, I would go. But you well, got you got to put up the condos to keep the restaurants going because if not, you have nobody right there to go to the I restaurants. I said expensive condo. I'm talking oh, yeah, about yeah, high no, end right. bullshit condos that most yeah, people can't great, afford. Yeah, no doubt. They, no, I'm all about uh, reasonable living for people. If you're gonna, but that's not what's happening. You know these fucking condos that they're building is gonna be so expensive to live in. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. The, no, they they are trying to do more affordable housing. They are passing that. and They built uh, a few. I hope. I uh, love you saying Gary Owen. Yeah, and I thought Gary Owen was there last weekend, but I thought I heard something saying he was the last one on stage. So maybe they, maybe that already happened. Maybe the improv's already shut down. So I don't know. I'll have to take a look into that before I get on the uh, weekend stuff. Because I went to their website and they have nothing posted. They've already shut that down. Michael T. Brown's got a a great comment. Yes, we are getting priced out of our you know living out here, and that's yeah. people. That, that's not a change people want. No, they're they're not, and, and there is an awareness of that. In fact, they they've passed some legislation because uh, that is a a factor. We had talked about that, and then some things started to step up. There are two developments in downtown West Palm that have just come up. They just finished, and those are rent controlled. So, uh, because look, you've got to have people that are going to be cops, firefighters, teachers, servers, all that kind of stuff uh, to, to run. They, they're the backbone of society. So you, you've got to have that. And they do recognize that. So they just have to make sure that they're doing enough of that. Because, yeah, they are putting up some really expensive ass condos. That's the one thing that does ultimately scare me is the difference in that. Because they are, there are so many high end places coming up in West Palm. That's what I'm saying. That, and, and, you know, I'm, you know we're, we're kind of in a weird place, you know, because what if you're a person that can't afford the high-end stuff, but then you have too much money to be in some of the rent-controlled? And there are people that are going to be caught in that weird no-man's land that you, ever, I think those kind of people are going to be fucked. And, and you always got to have a good, solid middle class. If there was ever a time we needed a mayor hair. Mayor hair, where are you? I uh, can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do this show and politics. Plus, I mean, you think I, I get bothered by getting yelled at now? Can you imagine? Oh, oh my gosh. Well, the comments doing politics. I just don't know if I got it in me. Well, I already don't feel Good hu- Lord. human now. I think once you become a politician, you just accept. You go, I am no longer a human. You're not human anymore. Yeah, I guess you, you know you're not going to please everybody, and yeah, and that's, that's just what I mean. It. You yeah. have to you have to shut off that. Yeah, that you're I mean, always going to have fifty percent of people at least are going to hate you and come after you. It's like flossing your teeth. I think you just have to accept it and go through it. You know that no matter what you yeah. say or do, there's going to be hated. There, you're going to be not only not liked but fucking hated. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a different mindset. Not not. Most people can't do that. The thing that I don't understand, though, and, and, and one thing is that a, a lot of politicians, you can look at polling, and a lot of it comes down pretty accurately when they do enough and they sample enough people. And so if you see that as any politician, why wouldn't you always just do – and a lot of – they call them 60-40 issues in politics where – you know, because you're never going to get 100 percent. But if you see a 60-40, majority of people want it. Why are we just not – why are politicians not based on – each individual issue instead of a damn party. You know, why couldn't you be like, hey, I, I, I want that issue. Why couldn't we as voters? I don't want to vote on a person. I want to vote on an issue. Imagine how we do like a KBJ TV polls. Be like, okay, so are we going to tear down this building and put up a new one? What do you say? Oh, man, we don't have enough votes. Oh, well. It's all about that green. Wouldn't it be a great world if that's what it was like? We'd all just vote on each issue and not on a person. It's all about that green, Kevin. 
I, yeah. Reptilian. Tell people. me why we can't no, do just, that. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Mayor Harris sounds Tell like. Tell me he, why he's ready to go. Uh, some other emails here to get to. An interesting photo of a black cat on a refrigerator with a weird white haze down below. And Cammy from Port St. Lucie, if you're watching KBJ TV, says, My son took this picture the other day, but can you tell me, what is my cat looking at? I think my house is haunted. Jason, what do you and Vicky think? Does that look like anything? And if you see it, it looks like, yeah, maybe a ghostly type apparition with a black cat so, looking down at it. And they sometimes say that animals can see things like that. Right off the bat, there's a couple issues with the photo. And I'm just going to do a quick one over here because I have been trained by Vicky. You got that light on right there that's going to cause a little bit of Ooh, okay. a reflection with any Good kind sight. of skeptic. Yeah. So right off the bat, yeah. you're going to probably rule that out as a light. Now, I'm not saying that your cat... Is it looking at a ghost? I'm not saying that's not happening. Right. But as far as a picture goes, that was that would not hold. Okay. All right. Unfortunately. No, that's and you know, honestly, that's that's the way you gotta come at it. You have to. You, you wanna go in there trying to de- debunk the thing. And when you can't debunk it, that's when you go, huh, what the fuck is going on here? Did you get a chance to see that UFO video I emailed you yesterday? Kev, I have not. I was oh, okay. so busy doing so, that Lachlan video, but okay. I'm going to get down today and watch that. You've seen it before. It looked like the same lights from the uh, the Arizona lights. Yes. It, it looked like that. That it, that That's an odd thing. And this, I don't think it was the Arizona lights, but it's the exact same configuration of lights in that way. And you can almost see what looks like a dark boomerang type craft. Yes. With those lights on it. And that's... That's the one. Those are the, it's, it's this, now it's equal to the most credible UFO video I've ever seen because you're like, what is, what the fuck is it? Cause you can see a craft <laughs> with the lights and look, I know we've got some stealth aircraft that almost have that same configuration, but the size of it, the UFO you're talking about is the one that scares the fuck out of me the most. It, it, it's so gigantic and so large it covers such a big part of the sky and they they say many times that that kind of craft doesn't make any kind of sound which makes it even eerier that's that's what's insane it's just hovering this goes back to in the 70s these kind of sightings now there were few and far between but this is not like this is just now happening that kind of sighting has been happening since we're talking late 70s, early 80s, there's even reports of those kind of planes, some, someone being in the woods looking up and that, that type of craft being over them in the woods and it not making a sound and then just taking off, covering up a good portion of the sky. Yeah. Fucking and horrifying. That's what's insane about it. I'll, I'll show a still from the video. Hopefully it uh, penetrates okay. But obviously it's a nighttime sky. It's got a total of five different lights on it. And this happened. It was a half football field sized triangular UFO. It was hovering over a California military base for 10 minutes. And then it just gone, vanished. This is video taken by the Marines in 2021. Yes, there is uh, something going on, man. (laughs) And they don't think it's at, with another country. They, they really do think they don't, they don't know. They don't think anybody's got the technology with some of this shit. 
Yeah, so that's 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 another one. So it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, the the link I'll try to get it up. It's a YouTube video. If you want to go see it, it is uh, called Investigating Mystery Triangle UFO Spotted Above U.S. Marine Base. If you put that in, it should come up. It does look somewhat like a stealth bomber, but it's not a stealth bomber. And it's an NBC News Now uh, feature on that. Isn't it amazing that the major news networks now actually do yeah. stories on UFOs? Because they don't know what the fuck's going on out there. When you've got military people who are highly decorated going, yeah, it's... We don't think it's a stealth bomber. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck this is. Right. Yeah. So I, I thought that was that was good to me. I, I put that right up there with, if you know, the Arizona light story. You're always going to have somebody say it's, it's not, you know, it's not aliens or it's not, uh, oh, it's probably it's China or it's, it's Russia. You're always going to have that yeah. factor. No, it, it is. And I, I think it's a legit factor. And that's why the military is getting involved, because they're trying to figure out. They know that we've got two adversaries that are doing everything they can quietly to try to motherfuck us and put themselves in a position where one day we're like, oh, wait, what happened? But you would at least know that that technology existed. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, and that's you why may not like, know how they're doing it, but you would at least say, okay, that technology is possible or probable. You think you know what they have, and then you're always trying to catch up. I had seen like they have these supersonic missiles that... <laughs> And so I think the U.S. was a bit behind. I think maybe it's China or Russia, maybe both that had those. And like, okay, we're aware that they have them. We got to pick up our technology because that's where they're at. I don't think they're typically surprised, but they just don't want to be completely caught off guard. And I know people are saying that uh, we know what that is. They're not telling us. I, I think you're right. I think 90 plus percent of the time they know what's going on. But there really are cases where the military is saying, guys, we really don't know. Well, this what- is the Marines that's putting this out there. And if they can't coordinate with the other, with the Air Force or saying, hey, is this, is this our stuff? And the Air Force is like, hey, you know, that's not us. Is that you? Yeah, I don't, I don't see the Marines being us, very, who is it? I don't see them being very jokey-jokey about this kind of shit. You can't, honestly, you really can't be jokey-jokey no, about this shit. I mean, can't. we'd have those spy balloons flying right over our, our nuclear test sites. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying or that silo sites, it is aliens. I'm, I'm not saying any, but there is something weird going on. Yeah, there is. It's it's and it's so covert. It would make the best movie if we truly knew. Well, if it's not aliens, the other answer is going to be pretty fucking crazy too. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that's why it's. Hey, man, please. What the hell is going on, it's, dude? Oh, you're getting ready to end it. I, yeah, I, I got it. I'm looking at the clock. I didn't realize, dude. We've been sitting here rapping, man. I just I lost myself. <laughs> what and, time is it? Yeah, right. I'll say it for yeah, now. Yeah, no, this is what happens. No, no, Virginia. Yeah. To stop us from our Because if we were talking about this shit, she'd be over there nodding, not being, oh, God. She'd, oh. she'd probably just get up and leave. Oh, alien talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens, dog? We I get know. together. It's just two dudes I having know. a good time. We did a weird whatever podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of got into it. And look at what happened. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out of here. So. <laughs> Yeah, look at the time. All right, sorry, y'all. We we just we got caught up, man. It's just two I, dudes hanging out. I apologize for nothing. I had a great time. There you go. We had a good time. Thank y'all for hanging out. We got that one more day. Getting ready for the big old summertime is coming up with that free-for-all Friday. So throw us a few uh, requests. I like to be able to spike some in. And the thing that would be really awesome is if you guys would go to the mic drop feature on the WRMF app and say, hey, happy free-for-all Friday, Memorial Day weekend, whatever. I want to hear blah, blah, blah. And then we can spike that in with your song tomorrow. So that's how we get your audio. So we love to do that. So y'all think of a song you want to hear, go do that on the WRMF app, and then we'll get on the radio for you tomorrow. Goodbye.